Mayo. Woohoo! That is just an excuse to eat tacos and drink tequila, yes? Uh, but I do that every time we record, so. Um, it's just basically it's for me this mayo week. every day at your house. <laughs> or once a week. <laughs> but now it's going to be twice a week this week. Although, week before last I had, I had tacos three times in one week. But I didn't have tequila all three of those times. Just two. Well, because we love tacos and tequila so much, we could not let Cinco de Mayo go by without um, making an episode. So right. that's what we're doing. I mean, yeah. I mean, what's Cinco de Mayo without a little cultural appropriation? Just kidding. We're not doing anything offensive. Um, on that no, note, this is... I want to clarify. So, and I've seen videos where it's like, it shows, oh, if, like... Uh, if Mexican people acted on the 4th of July the way that Americans act for Cinco de Mayo. Well, the thing is, though, uh, a lot of Americans, I think, think that Cinco de Mayo is the Mexican Independence Day, and it is not. It is not. No. So Cinco de Mayo commemorates uh, the Mexican Army's victory over over the French military at the Battle of Puebla on May 5th. 1862. I might be mispronouncing Puebla a little bit, but anyway, so it's not Mexican Independence Day. Uh, That is in September. Yes, it is. September 16th. So anyway, just clarify that um, before you say anything stupid about Cinco de Mayo. It's not Independence Day. Anyway, but... And I can't find any reason for... Americans celebrating Cinco de Mayo other than they get to, like, have an excuse to have tequila and tacos. There may be a better one, but I haven't found it. Yeah, I guess maybe, I was going to say maybe they feel like May is missing a holiday. Well, we have Memorial Day. (laughs) I was going to say Memorial Day, but also Memorial Day, like, I get, oh, I get so irritated about Memorial Day. People are all like, oh, it's the unofficial kickoff of summer. It's like, no, it's not. That's not the meaning of Memorial Day. Yes, it is treated as the unofficial kickoff of summer because summer doesn't start until June, technically. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about the summer solstice. But yeah, it just, it really irks me how disrespectful people can be about Memorial Day. So I don't know. Maybe Americans are just disrespectful when it comes to holidays. <laughs> That's what it is. But, okay, so I just found this. Yeah. Anyway article on wearethemighty.com I've never heard of this before but why we celebrate Cinco de Mayo it's not really why we celebrate Cinco de Mayo but it's just saying that we may have more cause to celebrate than some people think because if it were not for Mexico's victory over Napoleon III no they weren't going to take over they're going to make a deal with the Confederates that would have been very interesting. I don't know. It's still for cotton, apparently. Why did I not know? Okay, well, that makes sense. The French were planning a lot more than just a one-off takeover. They were planning to exchange their superior and advanced artillery with American Confederate Army in exchange for Southern cotton, a commodity that was growing quite sparse across the pond in Europe. So the Europeans needed cotton and the Confederates needed artillery. So they were just going to do a little exchange. What Mexico said... No way. So the reason we have to possibly celebrate Cinco de Mayo was that what would have happened if the Confederacy would have gotten all of that artillery? Oh, 
Let it. Oh, mm. this is taking a turn <laughs> that I did not yes. see. Yes, this is going to be. I feel the need to go dig through some of my history books now. A little historical. I have not heard this before, but I've never really paid attention to. I hadn't either. You know, Cinco de Mayo what? before. I'm going to see my parents next weekend. I'm going to bring this up to my dad, and my mom's going to kill me. Uh, well, also, it's, gonna... it's just it's a random internet site, so it may be completely bogus. I have not. I just did a quick search. It's not verified, yes. so please don't. I just, you know, but it's an interesting perspective because, there, you is. know, what if? What if? Uh. Interesting. Um, so we celebrate because the French did not help the Confederacy. Oh. Basically is what they're saying. Where did you find that? What website was it? Was it the first search result? Was it Britannica.com? No, 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 no. It was not the first search result. Um, I'm also on DuckDuckGo. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I should have looked on that one. Um, it is wearethemighty.com. Oh, that's right. You said that. And it was, oh, not, it was definitely, not, it was one, two, it was the eighth listing on Google. Well, and here's one, okay, this is on the History Channel, which I, I don't know, I guess History Channel, people argue it's not credible because the whole, all the aliens crap, but yeah, there's one <laughs> on history.com. How Cinco de Mayo helped prevent a Confederate victory in the Civil War. <gasps> interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And so... I would like to read into that. Yeah. When a small, scrappy Mexican force handed the French army a surprise defeat in 1862, the Confederacy was denied a potential ally. This is getting so interesting. <gasps> We're dorks, I did not see this coming. Cool. No. Well, yeah. I, I looked earlier I'm... for why Americans celebrate Cinco de Mayo because Mexicans yeah. don't really so according to what I read it's not like a huge holiday and that most people still work it's not like a federal holiday right. like we have here so I was wondering you know if in Mexico they don't celebrate it as much then why do we all go nuts over Cinco then de Mayo again I mean that might be why it started but obviously I guess probably most people are not aware of this no. I'm a little embarrassed uh, I was not aware of the significance <laughs> Because I well, kind of have a history degree. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you should be embarrassed. I am not embarrassed because I do not have a history degree. <laughs> but I can talk to you about the Spanish Civil War and the Basque Country. So there's that. <laughs> but, um, I do find that um, interesting um, as to, you know, a reason, a potential reason that we might need to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Well, this is... So there's that. I'm going to have to dig into this because I really want to bring this up in conversation with my dad next week because he's such a history buff. And it is going to turn into like a mind-numbing conversation for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but I really... Way to ruin your niece's graduation party. <laughs> and also to clarify, that is niece's plural possessive because it's two of them graduating. Who is graduating? Who else is graduating? Uh, my second oldest niece is graduating college. And my youngest oh, is graduating oh, okay. high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't realize she was graduating so, from college already. Yeah. Well, lots of graduations. Yeah. Um, and lots of schooling about Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And you're welcome for that little bit of knowledge that you were. Thank you for Googling that, Tess, or duck, duck going it. It was Google. Did. I don't. Uh, I don't think I have duck, duck go on my phone. It's on my computer. I, oh, it was on your phone. Yeah. I, I set duck, duck go as my default 
search engine after you mentioned something about it. So, so what were we talking um, about? <laughs> well, basically, what we have for you today is a little bit of a rant about food blogs. And nothing, nothing earth shattering, just, you know, some fun tidbits about food blogs. So, and then of course, our annoying thing of the week so far and a good thing, you know, typical I just, stuff. I, there's cilantro stuck to the outside of my bottle of Cholula, I just realized. Whereas Tess would say soap leaves stuck to the outside soap of my leaves. bottle of Cholula. Speaking of, let's check our Instagram poll. Uh... Oh, did you want to do that tonight, or did, well, it is Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, let's let's check and see how how we doing on this. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, so the question was thoughts on cilantro. Is it a taco necessity, or does it taste like soap? Right now, taco necessity is winning at fifty five percent. Granted, it's a small sample size. Um, we had <laughs> six votes for Tucker Necessity and five votes for Taste Like Soap. So, depending on when this gets post, posted, uh, if you hear this, go run over to our Instagram and see if it's still on our story and see if you can still vote on it. Because um, as of now, it should have another 13 hours. All I'm saying is the soap people are right. The people who think it belongs on a taco are have some genetic mutations. You're the mutated ones. Your mom's the mutated one. Oh, <gasps> she listens to this, Whitney. I know. She's sorry. <laughs> Your mom's known me long enough that she'll forgive me. Yeah, she called you a little shit. I guess it's fair. She called me that like three months out, uh, three months after meeting me. So, oh, it's it was fourteen. <laughs> fourteen, and she called me a little shit. <laughs> anyway, so oh, since so it, it is Cinco de Mayo, and the whole reason for doing this is to talk about tacos and tequila. Yes, let's talk about tacos and tequila. So Tess was fancy tonight. Or she was super, what's the word? Why can't I think of the word? Ambitious in the kitchen? I don't know. And she made her own tortillas. I made Which I know how to do as well, but it's it's a hassle. Homemade flour tortillas and some homemade guacamole, because if you're going to eat guacamole, it needs to be fresh and homemade. Yeah. And um, some grilled steak. And so I had not, some steak tacos. So not previously frozen steak. Not previously frozen steak, no, because that is disgusting. Um, but the tortillas are, they're just amazing. And if you've never made your own homemade flour tortillas, I've never made corn tortillas because I i don't, I feel like that would be a little bit yeah. above my uh, abilities. Only, yeah, I've only made corn tortillas. I've never made flour really well yeah. the flour ones are super easy and i they're so good i could just eat the whole stack of tortillas they're they're amazing but i don't because that would make me sick i guess but so i had the homemade flour tortilla and then i had some grilled steak with just some salt and pepper because that's all you need on a steak mm -hmm. and then i had some onions and some guacamole 
and no cilantro because tacos shouldn't taste like soap. And then I had a spicy margarita with some um, Tanteo jalapeno tequila. And it was it was a really good taco and tequila night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to think that for steaks, you had to marinate them. Because, like, growing up, like, my dad and my dad's steaks are fantastic when he cooks them. But he always marinates them in that Allegro steak marinade, which I used for a while. And then with my ex and I, we used Dale's. And then when I went, like, paleo, I switched to, I do, like, a combination. I use, like, coconut aminos and salt, pepper, and garlic. Anyway, but I've realized lately, though, um, cooking steak for just me, if it's a good steak, yeah, all it needs is salt and pepper. Like, you get it to room temperature, like, pat it dry with paper towel, and then, like, I put salt on it right before I put it in the cast iron skillet to sear it. But anyway, um, I did not do that tonight. I ordered DoorDash tacos. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and mine, are, they were pretty good. Although, when I opened the bag, I got really excited at first because, so I ordered chips and queso, even though I didn't really want it, but I'm trying to be consistent with my taco ordering and I order brisket tacos and chips and queso so I can do an apples to apples comparison. And, uh, and at first I thought they gave me two bags of chips and I thought, oh, they gave me chips and salsa too. No, they gave me one skimpy bag of chips and then the other bag, it had the queso I mean, it also had the plastic container of cilantro, onions, and lime, which is fine. But then it had two containers, one of extra rice and one of extra beans. Like, who wants extra rice and beans? If you're going to give me extra anything, give me extra chips or queso or give me an extra taco. Don't give me extra rice and beans. But then, and I was eating this on camera with Tess, the rice, the, the beans anyway, were pretty dang good. They were like a hundred <laughs> times better than the beans that we had delivered at her house in South Louisiana. Oh gosh, that's not but hard to beat. These were good, and the tacos were good. Um, again, I got brisket tacos. So I'd ordered from this place before, and before when I ordered, I got one brisket, uh, I think one carnitas and one carne asada. Um, but I just got three brisket this time to keep it consistent, and I'm going to give this one. Because it's still not as good as Los Macajetes. Um, and these were from Tacos del Norte. Um, and I finally know. Oh, it's attached to a Nexon station. I finally saw it recently. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give them three and a half tacos on the five point liquor taco scale. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. For so. gas station tacos. Yeah, but the next time I get tacos, it's going to be from the gas station tacos that Chandler recommended and somebody else recommended too. And he was like, oh, it's cash only. But I discovered that they will deliver on Uber Eats. So I don't have to go in person and pay in cash. So. Oh, that's really good. I For yeah. for Sam's birthday, um, I was trying to – he had to work late on his birthday. So we didn't do dinner because – you know, it'd be too late and all this stuff. So I said, well, I'll just get some snacks that he likes from this restaurant. But I needed some things at Target and I needed some other things. And can I tell you, I got so excited when I realized that everything I needed could be delivered to my car without me ever getting out. 
and and without talking to anyone on the phone. I just had to yeah. log into their website and place my order and then pull up and they magically brought it out to me. And it was the best thing. I went to like three different places and got everything <laughs> put in my car. And I mean, it's it's ruined me a little bit, but yeah. I, I like when I don't have to talk on the phone to somebody or go into a place with a bunch of people. I do well, like that, but I know because yeah. you don't like people. I did a lot of that when I first moved here because it was such a novelty to me, like moving from Podunk Town to here. Um, and but I've kind of stopped doing. Well, I stopped doing that just because working from home, I kind of need sometimes the outing, like to go walk around the store. But I've stopped doing Kroger delivery ever since they decided an acceptable substitution for my cat food was dog food. Uh, so I have, <laughs> and I didn't realize it until I opened the dog food to put it, the food to put it in uh, the canister for the cat food. I was like, why does this look so different? Like, why is it so much bigger? The, the pieces are so much bigger. And then I looked because the packaging looked exactly the same. And then I went and I looked at the sheet where they had the substitutions that they got me to approve of. Yeah, I just didn't read. It clearly says dog food, but like what incompetent teenager working at Kroger decided that dog food was an acceptable substitute for cat food. So I have a whole six pound bag of dog food. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't want it to go to waste. Don't care. It wasn't that you expensive. Can, you can donate to a shelter if you can find like an animal good. shelter. Yeah. Because yeah. I asked I asked Chandler, I was like, any chance your dog eats this? And he told me what she eats. I was like, oh, this isn't good enough for her. And uh, he was like, well, if it's going to yeah. go to waste, I'll see if she'll try it. I was like, no. <laughs> no. No, I'm sure a shelter would be happy to, you know, yeah. have a donation. But I don't know, but I've opened it, so I don't know if he'll take it. But anyway. So. Oh, probably. I'm sure they will. I mean, well, I don't know. You might live in a fancier place, but. I thought, oh, um, I don't know. I thought my where I live was nicer than it is. I realized the past couple of weeks that. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> well, I think now we shall rant about food blocks. Oh wait! Oh, I didn't talk about my tequila. Oh yeah. So I got a new tequila because Total Wine kept sending these things about. They had certain tequilas on sale for Cinco de Mayo, and. I never tried any of them, but um, the one I ended up getting, they were like 15% off and they had, it was El Padrino and I got the Añejo and at the discount, it was like a little cheaper than what I normally buy and it is pretty good and it's the kind that has like the fancy like little, the, the leather thing around the neck of the bottle and the little leather tag which, and I like that. What, Not what? that it makes it taste any better, but it's fancy. Which one was it again? Um, El Padrino. P A D R I N O. Yeah. Okay. And it's the Añejo. Yeah, and it's pretty okay. good. I think I think it might be exclusive to Total Wine, but you have Total Wine where you live, so yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's pretty good. I was pleased with it. So I mean, we'll try it. I I would buy it again because it was also it was definitely reasonably priced for Añejo. Um, mm-hmm. But my go-to is still probably going to be Lunazul, but. Uh, yeah, I need to try that one. I saw it because um, I mean, last time I was in Total Wine. Twenty bucks for Añejo <laughs> can't be that's, that. That's a steal. So, anyway, okay. So that is the let's talk about it segment. Maybe we should have a liquor scale for the tequila. Like it can be like five Oof. shot glass scale. 
five shot glasses. Oh, well, Don speak- Julio gets five. Well, for sure. Well, okay, Don Julio, 1942, gets five. What about regular oh, Don Julio Anejo? Like no. 4.5? Oh. Four? Three and a half. Really? Oh, wait, okay, no, we're talking about, okay, so if we're talking about Anejo. Anejo, yeah. Then, okay, yeah, it can get four. Four. Four shot glasses. Um, but I don't know. We might have to have like different scales for it because uh, cause I'm. Do not put your blanco near my anejo, and that includes in a liquor nope. scale. But. Um, but I will I say so. This this since we're still on the tequila, this Tanteo jalapeno, it is. Well, it's clear. It doesn't necessarily specify what it is on the label as far as Blanco or anything like that. But when you mix it right, because this is, you would obviously mix this with something. You're not going to drink jalapeno tequila by itself. I mean, maybe you would, but that's kind of weird. I mean, (laughs) not me. Um, But this is, so it's, it's really good mixed up, but no, I would not drink this by itself. Yeah. No. Oh, real quick about the Likert scale. So, um, one thing I, that Tess just loves about me is that anytime I'm on a work meeting, because if you've heard episode two, you heard the rant the, about the pronunciation of Likert. People like to say it Likert, but it's Likert. Um, and so every time I'm in a work meeting and someone says it Likert, I send Tess a little shot glass, or maybe it's not necessarily a shot glass, but like maybe it's like a glass of whiskey. Neat. Yeah. Uh, I send her that, and so it started off, so yesterday, um, I sent her a text that said, liquor, 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 and then three shot glass emojis, and then eight individual text messages with one shot glass (laughs) each one. I used to do that. In my last job, there was this guy who, I won't say what I called him, but he he was our, our stats guy, but all he ever did were correlations. Well, and oh. And he would, uh, so correlations, um, if he could come up with two continuous variables, uh, but he did a lot of comparing means and then would misuse the word correlation. Anyway, so anytime he was Mm. in the office and we would overhear him say correlation, every time he said a correlation, I would text my coworker the shot class emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that's how that started. Well, I see. Certainly uh, was wondering what was going on in the world, but it was just your drinking. Yeah, Tess thought that That's something a- was wrong, but it was just me and my um, text drinking game. I was not actually <laughs> drinking. I was working and drinking coffee in the afternoon, but anyway. So that is, let's talk about it for Cinco de Mayo edition. See. And now enjoy our rant about food blogs. I feel like... This is something people complained about for years. Like, you want a recipe, especially, you know, when I first started paleo years ago, looking for a good recipe, and these food bloggers who are like these crunchy stay-at-home moms who, you know, they have nothing better to do than to talk about taking little Madison McKenzie and Jaden Braden Caden to soccer practice, and uh, their whole week leading up to when they decided to make this amazing paleo dish using cauliflower and bacon. Um, but when I was looking back on my Pinterest recipes today, stuff that I've been pinning since like 2013, I don't know. 
I kind of feel like maybe food bloggers, they heard all the complaints and people making jokes about them and they cleaned it up. So, cause I found one that was a little annoying, cauliflower. And the only reason it was annoying is, okay, baked cauliflower casserole or something said a friend shared the recipe on his wife's wall and it looked interesting. I don't need to know whose Facebook wall you found it on. But, um, right. Just, yeah. I, I just want to know the, what do I have to put in the food? Right. Well, and then the rest of it, it was somewhat humorous though. Her talking about how the woman who wrote the original recipe, like was following the South beach diet and she replaced like everything was low fat in the original recipe and she changed it to like a paleo recipe. Um, so she was kind of making fun and I, I agreed with her on the points about, you know, like fat not making you fat. And like the woman changed everything. Like she took the, for bacon, this woman used like pre-cooked, like heavily processed bacon from Costco or something. Uh, um, so I kind of agreed with the woman, but it's like, if you're gonna go into this rant, making fun of this woman who didn't know any better at the time, because we were all taught at one time that that is terrible in every situation. Right. But yeah. um, like, just have a link that will take me down to the actual recipe. That's my thing. If right. you, and if some you, of them do. Because none of the ones I looked at did. And it seems like that'd be an easy thing to do. Right. Or have a separate blog about, you know, like your journey about how you think fat doesn't make you fat. Mm-hmm. And if you like recipes, go to this other blog that I made. I mean, why not? Like, if you want to go straight to the recipe, click here. Well, then I so, guess maybe. We'll, sorry, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. As I say, I think maybe one reason. Maybe I just thought of this. Maybe one reason they don't do that is for, or they don't all do that, is because they have those affiliate links where if you right. click on like the Amazon link to the products, then you'll bas- you'll you'll bypass that if you go straight to the recipe. So right. So that was one of the things that they brought up. So apparently, Mindy Kalig. So there's an article in the Washington Post by Emily H-E-I-L. I I don't know how to say that. Hell, heel, heil. Nah, I don't know. Heil if I know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so she was talking about Mindy Kaling last year, apparently tweeted something mean about the food bloggers and, you know, like, just give me the recipe. Right. Um, Basically, she she basically said, I just want the recipe. I don't need your love essay on how you came up with it. Well, people didn't like that she said that because that's rude. And it's true. she's a writer. She's a writer. So why are you knocking other writers? Right. Because she knows writing. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it's true because somebody brought up in response to Mindy's tweet about just get to the point, basically, mm-hmm. that that's how they make money is by the ads. And if they don't have the ads and they don't make money. So... They, they equated it to her being in TV mm-hmm. and then not having commercials and giving free entertainment. Okay. Well, that's an argument I've not heard. So, All right. yeah. And then also, so then they also, this two articles from the Washington Post and then uh, the Federalist. I don't know how reliable that is. But anyway, the Washington Post and the Federalist both had articles that explained why there are so many head notes. That's what that's called. All the blah, 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 chit chat. Yeah. Head notes. Because, yeah, so um, we're not only going to bitch about this, but you're going to be educated as well. Because that's what we do. I like where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. So the head notes are because there's an algorithm in Google. Mm -hmm. 
and Google um, does uses. Sorry, yeah, you dropped okay my phone. Yeah. Trying to check for text messages from a boy. Not have one. Okay, I'm putting my phone down. Uh, so anyway, so there's search engine optimization, which I know nothing about. Okay, if there's anything technical mentioned right now, I know nothing about it. But it, just in general, search engine optimization means that Google wants more than the recipe because they want to know that you actually know what you're talking about. Mm. So the more you talk about it, the more Google believes in you, I guess, and the higher you are on the search result versus someone who's just like, hey, this is really good. This is how you make it. Ingredients recipe. So it's technically not really their fault. If we're going to blame someone, we need to blame Google. Sidebar. That reminds me of like how Huey Long became an attorney. Because <laughs> no, back then, like you could pass the bar by doing an oral exam. And from my understanding of it, he basically like, he was such a skilled orator. Like, you know, like people compare like his public speaking with, God forbid, like Hitler. Like, like they had similar um, nonverbal cues that they used. But yeah, he was so good at it. He BSed his way into becoming a lawyer. So it was like, the more you talk, people think that... Well, that's like, still harder than it was to become a lawyer in 2020, in Louisiana anyway. That's true. Yeah, they waived the bar exam. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they, at least they... Better check they, your graduation like, date for your lawyers. School. But... Because yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, did Huey Long go to law school? Because back then you didn't have to go oh, to law school. Because no my parents' Not attorney quite. for a long time was the last attorney to pass the bar exam without going to law school. Like at, at one time he didn't have to. So he didn't go to law school. He just studied for the bar and passed it. Well, that, I mean, honestly, it was written though, though at that if, time. But anyway, sorry. Well, Off topic. You're talking about SEO. That's okay. I mean, that's, you know, that's what, that's part of it. You know, just um, one description of the headnotes that I, this is from the uh, Federalist article, Georgia, Georgie. Georgie Borman wrote this. She said, I don't need to read your chatty recollection about a potluck where nothing happened except someone complimented your fruit salad. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. So, but some people like it. Some people like yeah. the chit chat. And I think it was the Washington Post article. I don't remember. I'm being really bad about the research here. Research is being used very loosely. Um, but you acknowledge but, that because you're an academic. So you, yeah. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I'm no. So they, they, they were talking. So most of this was written last year in 2020 at the start of the whole pandemic. So they acknowledged that some people might need this because it might be their only connection to another person at this time, like understanding somebody else's story, reading somebody else's story. Yeah. I don't get it because I, oh, this is going to make me sound like a horrible person. I don't care about most people's stories. It might be a little early to say that, but <laughs> I mean, it's true. I'm honest, if nothing else. So, but some people need it. That's great. Okay. That's fine. You might, you might need it. But if you, if you are more like me and um, Whitney and you don't need all the chit chat. So there are three blogs that are really good for giving you the recipe and all of their chit chat is basically just telling you like extra tips on how to do it right like if mm -hmm. you know if this happens then do this or if you don't have this then you can use this so it's like how-to tips versus you know potluck dinner tips right but there's bonappetit.com which i've never used but i just kind of looked it up and it was very succinct then sally's baking addiction i use that because her sugar cookie recipe is delicious yeah i don't bake and so. um 
yeah so they're really good and she doesn't have any chit chat it's just like this is how you do it and this is how i do it and this, this is how you is should how do it, you do it. <laughs> then skinnytaste.com so those are three that are really good for just giving you what you want without all the extra nonsense if you don't like the extra nonsense and if you do then you know good for you but i don't and i'm not gonna read all that so well one that i pulled up so back when i first started with paleo you know and i started it for health reasons did the autoimmune protocol briefly um but i i appreciate the the like chit chat or whatever at the beginning that if it's actually talking about the food to explain, like for example, the first time I cooked bok choy, I didn't know anything about bok choy. I was getting bored with all the other vegetables I'd been cooking. And so they explained something about bok choy. But anyway, so Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, um, she's a PhD and a lot of times in her stuff, she explains the science behind it, presents research on things. And I appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, so sometimes it's, worthwhile although i was thinking when you're talking about like oh you went to a potluck where nothing happened except somebody liked the, your fruit salad it did remind me though one time family thanksgiving ex family thanksgiving anyway i was <laughs> um i was tasked with uh, the sweet potato as a side dish and there were 24 people at this thanksgiving dinner so i was freaking out and uh because i did i you know they're like ex-family, I guess, kind of, but I really liked them and I still really liked them and I really wanted them to like my sweet potatoes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I did two of them and uh, I made sweet potatoes for probably more like for 30 people because I don't know, I, I always cook too much food and, uh, and I, cause I never want anybody to go hungry. Well, I did like um, a paleo. You sound like a little old grandma. <laughs> I don't want anybody to go um, I did like a paleo sweet potato casserole, um, which is paleo, but it did, ha it had a ton of uh, organic maple syrup in it. I guess that was paleo. Anyways, paleo casserole that was topped with this really good like pecan topping. And then I did a Paula Deen recipe, which, you know, had a crap load of butter and sugar in it. And it was topped with marshmallows. And okay. Well, no, people liked the paleo version better. And so it was like, well, the family, the giant the family sugar. gathering liked the paleo one better. You said the diet family gathering? The giant. Oh, giant family gathering. Although no, they, I'm fine with the maple syrup as opposed to the um, brown sugar. I'm going to need pecans in it. And also I'm going to need marshmallows on top. So well, no, there were pecans on top. Um, I'm trying to remember. So I use like, it was non-dairy. It used coconut milk. Uh, coconut oil and some syrup, maple syrup. Yeah. But then of course I also, I make my homemade cranberry sauce and people prefer the canned stuff. There'll be like three people who are like, oh, your homemade cranberry sauce is amazing. And then there'll be people like my parents who are like, oh, give me the canned stuff that jiggles. I think it might be a texture issue. Maybe. Because the canned stuff is more like a gel. Yeah. Maybe like a jelly jam kind of thing versus the homemade stuff that's got more texture to it. Well, and also I do and know people who do eat more like I do who prefer the canned stuff. And I think it maybe is a texture thing. But yeah, but I, mean, I, I'm a texture person. I don't if like I won't eat a pear. I'm not going to uh, eat a pear. That's ooh, gritty ooh. and gross. Did you Disgusting. ever 
ate pear salad growing up. No, that's my awful. Oh, it is going. No, no. It is. Awful. I'm gonna get back to the recipe thing in a second, but mom <laughs> loved it, and I would eat it with my mom because I love my mom, and I, I was like, okay, I'll eat this. It's like canned pear halves topped with mayonnaise and grated cheese. Oh my god, that's awful! Disgusting. <gasps> Awful, awful, awful. I have to be quiet. Oh my goodness, that's terrible. Why would anybody eat that? Not only does it taste horrible, it feels horrible, and it's bad for you. Like, I cannot remember like, the there's last There's nothing time good about it. That I had a pear. <laughs> because also, the only pears I've ever had were canned pears that I had as part of pear salad. And y'all can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes around the salad thing. But anyway, it's going back to... So, all my point about the sweet potato thing was to say... That apparently I can't get to the point either. Um, that if I were squirrel. to, <laughs> what'd you say? Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> if I were to post a recipe and I, were, I was super proud that my family liked the healthy version, I would have to brag about that for a second. Right. But like in two sentences. I appreciate when people get to the point and I get really annoyed in certain situations when people don't get to the point. I text the channel and say, I don't know about the gravy. So then I got on Pinterest, found a recipe, found a few recipes that do not call for fried chicken drippings and you can make it paleo or whatever. So I found it, but then I, it was so annoying, like scrolling down through it. So you scroll, it's like, oh, it's the perfect addition to beef or mashed potatoes. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, what makes this recipe so good? Blah, 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 blah. blah and all these bullet points and pictures and then how to make it. And it tells you how to make it, but it still doesn't give you the damn ingredients. And oh, you have geez. to scroll, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. I've tapped on my screen like 10 times and I'm still not to the ingredients. Oh, here we go. Hey, you've made it this far and now we're best friends. The hell we are. Um, <laughs> if you make this recipe, I'd love for you to give it a star rating. No, I didn't because it took too long. And then, anyway, so... First of all, I didn't, it says prep time, two minutes, cook time, one, my ass. Um, <laughs> but it did, oh I did eventually get to the consistency I wanted, but it took quite a bit more time and more whisking and I had to add some stuff to it and then it wasn't brown enough. Okay. So it called for Worcestershire sauce and this is my bad. Like I thought, okay, let me make it more brown. So I added more Worcestershire sauce. No, the, the, the one teaspoon it called for was overpowering enough. So then I'm trying to like add stuff to like try to make up for the Worcestershire sauce. And then Chandler was like, okay, you've gotten into the consistency you want. Now just ignore the recipe and add whatever you want. Cause for example, it, it didn't call for salt or pepper or anything. Like I feel like it should. Anyway, he, he liked it. Maybe he, he ate two plates of it with the pork chops, you know, but still, it took forever to scroll down to it. And then by the time I was tasting it, I was like, this is a Yankee trying to make brown gravy. Like, I don't know where she's from. <laughs> no offense for crying out loud. Although, we, oh, we do have some Yankee listeners. If we're defining Yankee as north of the Mason-Dixon line. Because um, we have sure. listeners in Wisconsin and New York. And that might be it. I don't know. Um, but... Anyway, the consistency was good. The flavor, I, I won't use Worcestershire sauce next time. But it just took me forever. And to say, oh, if you made it this far, we're best friends now. No, 
You're on my last nerve now is what you are. So. We are not best friends. Because I read your food blog. Well. I mean, honestly, I didn't read your food blog. But. I mean, just like. And I'm sure there are people who made it like 10 minutes into our first episode. And they don't want to be our best friend. And that's okay. Because we're not for everybody. But. We're not for everybody. There's Casey Musgraves has a song about that. I can't remember the lyrics at this moment, but it's something about not being everybody's cup of tea. And that's okay. I saw something recently. It's like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm somebody's shot of tequila, something like that. Oh, I saw I think, that too. Did I share that on my Instagram? I think I might have. I, um... I didn't see it from you. I saw it somewhere, and I almost sent it to you, but I was like, I don't know. We she probably gonna see it herself. So I think it might be from. Yeah, it's from that um, El Arroyo uh, restaurant in Austin. I'd rather be someone shot of tequila than everyone's cup of tea. That's what it was. Yeah, because tequila is better than tea. But getting to the point, yes, I do appreciate getting to the point. So I was going to point like out. Sam. Sam says, short story long. And let me tell you, he means it. At least he's honest. Well, so one thing I was going to say, not that I buy into astrology completely, but I will say that if you look at the characteristics of an Aquarius, that is me for sure. I am the quintessential Aquarius. And in a lot of ways, Tess is an Aries. Um, one of the things about an Aries that I've seen, I've read, and I don't know how accurate this is. And I also know that it's supposed to depend on what day and what time you're born and all this stuff. Um, but I might subscribe to a horoscope that knows exactly what time I was born and gives a lot of details. Anyway. Tells you not to demolish things. That's cool. It did. It told me the other day, do not demolish things. Do not assume office today. Um... <laughs> We won't get political just yet, uh, but right. But are you are you frequently distracted by squirrels to go off on tangents or forget the things that you're talking about and never get to the point? I can usually because get because I might know another. About. I might know another Aquari- uh, Aquarius. Yeah, Did you just try to. Um, I might know another Aquarius. person who might be just like that. Is it somebody we'll whose birthday that. is nine days before mine? Um, yes, yeah. but we love her. Yeah. Um, but I always find my way back to the point. I mean, maybe not after this drink, but um, my point was one of the things about Aries is appreciating people get to the point. And I've seen so many memes about that. So I try to Google um, them and <laughs> it's a woman tossing a baby and the woman is Aries and the baby she's tossing is people who don't get straight to the point. Amen. I must be an Aries. You you are. And, uh, and my <laughs> one of my nieces who is an Aries, I have heard her. So my sister was telling a story and she kept she's telling a story that was about my niece or something. And my sister kept getting sidetracked going and going on all these details. And my niece kept saying, not relevant. Keep on. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I saw this thing about Aries and getting uh, straight to the point, I was like, that is so her and so you. Um, yes, that is definitely me. Sam can attest to that too. He's like, yeah, and you're done with this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I, I am. I love you, but I'm, 
also no longer interested because I don't know what you're talking about. Like the other night when he was talking about Bitcoin and he may very well hear this podcast as <laughs> I wasn't sure what the point was other than it's and what like did you end up money that you don't um i just just couldn't really care about it right now and i didn't i was done and i changed the topic of conversation something to that effect yeah but also also he kept pouring the wine in my glass so i mean after that you know i can't really you know be the nice kind polite respectful person that i usually am and you know what i'm gonna say this because I know Sam's going to hear this at some point. Uh, you said on like one of our other planning sessions when he kept bringing you drinks, you were like, he's perfect. I didn't even have to train him. He just, <laughs> <laughs> he just brings me another drink and it's perfect every time. He is perfect because you know why? Even though I have to tell him, yeah, I don't like this and I don't care about this conversation right now. He's perfect because I can tell him that and then he doesn't get mad Good. or offended. He's just like, okay, she's done with that conversation. Good. Wait, what is Sam's sign? I don't, uh, Taurus. He's a Taurus, really? I don't know. That's my guess. But with, when's his birthday? I can't tell you that, Whitney. Not on a podcast. Here, I will show you. <laughs> this is the month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And this is the date. You guys can't see this, but if I gave away this personal information, he... Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a Taurus. You know who else is a Taurus? No. Oh. Someone I... Anyway. Okay. Everybody hates us because they but, don't know what we're talking about. But I'm not an Aries, so it doesn't matter. This relationship is all about balance. Wait, what are you doing? I'm looking up your astrological compatibility with your husband. Uh <laughs> oh, yes. We have to balance. Sorry. Balance is important. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I can Your, see that. Our compatibility. <laughs> yeah, balance, you know, you have to. That would have been really awkward if I started reading out loud and it got to like the third sentence and it was like, these two have a turbulent relationship. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. I hope that's um, not what it says. No, it didn't. Um, Unlike I mean, Whitney, one of the ways we're very different. I never read this stuff. I ha I, oh, I only do. know that I'm an Aries because mostly because she told me, I think probably. But anyway, yeah, we're different in that sense. But we digress. <laughs> Clank, Does Kofor be proud of us? Or yes. that statement? Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, she'd probably be very disappointed in the I mean, because we ended a sentence with a preposition in our introduction. So sorry, Miss Kofor. <sighs> I think that's it. I mean, I don't, other than I get, I kind of, honestly, after my complaints about the food blogging, I get why they do it now. Because I do too, yeah. It might be their side gig, right? And they have to be the number one on the Google search list. Right. More power to And if Google wants you to chit chat for 12,000 pages, then you got to do it if you want to make money and get the good ads and... So I get it. And you know what? If I don't have time to read your stuff, then I just won't visit you. And I'll visit the three that I like the most because, I mean, they've got some really good recipes. SkinnyTaste.com. She's awesome. She'll also do a whole week's meal plan for you. Really? Yeah. Free meal planning. It's amazing. And seriously, the sugar cookies, amazing. So what was the most annoying part of your week, Tess? So the most annoying part of my week. Well... It was me again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. So, okay. I thought that 
All right, it's been raining for a gazillion years down here, but April right showers here bring too. May flowers. Okay, it's, oh, it's, it's to be nice. expected. It's April. It's April. April showers no, bring May flowers. It's, it's May. No, 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 no. I know, but my oh. point is, it rains so much in April that the yard oh, is just got like it. mush. And so, yes, it is May now, but the yard is still mush. The thing was in April. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, So anyway, and and in fact, it did rain the first couple of days of May here as well. But it didn't rain for two days. And it was going to rain yesterday afternoon. So I said, well, Sam was at work. Kid is in school. And... I had finished administering my final exams for the day. So I thought, well, I will be your, super your, helpful. Your final stripper exams? <laughs> Have to judge those uh, bikinis and how they take them off. So anyway, I um, I thought, well, Sam has to work a lot this week and then he's got drill coming up and anyway all this other stuff so I said well I'll mow the grass before it rains because if we don't mow it it's going to be up to our knees right so I got on the lawnmower and I mowed the backyard that is within the fence and I had no intention of mowing the yard on the side of the house because I knew that was still going to be way too wet regardless of how long it had it rained but I don't know if it was the true crime podcast I was listening to or me trying to figure out exactly where to stop. I ended up in the little tiny ditch by the fence line <laughs> and got the lawnmower stuck. No. Now mind you, I have mowed the grass here numerous times. <coughs> I know how to do it. I just, I, I don't know. It was a combination. My podcast and also, you know, trying to figure out exactly where the best place is to stop. And I didn't stop. So I got stuck and I was like, oh no. Obviously, I can, I'm home alone. Also, you, I should probably shouldn't mow the grass alone. I realize that because um, I could like tip over. Or I mean, I would though, but I'm just yeah. Not. It's nice. You're just you're on there. You get a little bit of. Sun, I like mowing to a podcast. Yeah, I oh, miss oh. having a yard to mow. I always I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all, really, because if you want to give me like if I have to pick a chore, I'm gonna definitely pick. Oh yeah mowing the lawn over cleaning anything inside the house yeah because you're getting a workout you're getting some sun and you can see your progress in the grass you can see you've also it's not something. a yeah it's not a workout for me it's a it's a riding lawn mower well, but it's still getting some sun oh, and a, and oh I, some I, you know podcast. i like push mowers but anyway well it's entirely too much yard to push so anyway it got stuck and so I texted Sam a picture and I was like, um, I'm sorry. I was just trying to help. And I felt like I needed to send him a picture. Remember on Friends when Rachel was like, I'm so sorry. And she, <laughs> her boobs together. And she squished her boobs together. I was like, I should send him a picture like that. <laughs> I don't know how sorry I am. But I didn't. Oh <laughs> and well, she was so I was I was covered in grass because it was pretty windy and like I had I needed to just get the grass off. So I left the mower. I took the keys out and I left the mower stuck in the mud. And I was really mad at myself because I was like, I know I shouldn't have gone over here. I just wasn't paying attention. And now my whole plan is ruined because not only is the grass not mowed, so he'll have to do that eventually, but now he has to get the lawnmower out. So um yeah, I got the lawnmowers stuck in the 
And it's not even like a real ditch. Like there's a real ditch in the front of the house. This is on the yeah. side. Like it's just like a little tiny like dip down. Yeah. But um yeah, so it got stuck. So that was the most annoying part of my week. And the the best part of my week so far was getting the lawnmower unstuck because <laughs> <laughs> So by the time Sam got home, it was raining and he, and we had our kid here. And so we made it a family affair and I really wish I would have brought my camera because I thought it was the dorkiest, funniest thing. We were all in rain boots and raincoats and like my kid was just the cutest in his little yellow raincoat and his rain boots. And he was so excited. So Sam got the four wheeler. And well, <laughs> and he, he set our kid in front of him. And so he drives the four-wheeler out to the lawnmower. He hooks it up to the hitch. He hooks up a big giant, um, I don't know, what do you call it? Rope? Uh, it's not a rope, but whatever. I can't think. A cord. I don't know. I can't think of the word. Pulley? Anyway, so. No, no, no. It's just like some. Oh. A strap. It's a strap. There you go. Oh. Um, it's a strap. So he hooks the, he ties the strap up to the lawnmower, the back of the lawnmower. Hooks it to the hitch. And so the two of them pull the lawnmower out. And then Sam takes his raincoat off and puts it in the lawnmower seat and tells me the keys are in the lawnmower. You can drive it. Oh. So I drive the lawnmower back to the shed and they drive the four-wheeler. But I just thought it was really cute and funny that we were all out there in our rain gear pulling, pulling out the lawnmower that I had gotten stuck. And it's a really ridiculous small moment, but it made me really happy. And um, the lawnmower is safe, and I have no pictures of it, but hopefully I won't ever um, forget the, the mental picture of us being soaking wet, pulling out the lawnmower, that I got stuck in the mud. Right. mud. Yeah. I really, so, so far, that's I it. I really wish that you had taken that picture of you squeezing your boobs together. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's, if he hears this, he's going to be like, so why did I get that picture? Right? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I get a sexy lawnmower pic? Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so that was the most annoying and best part of my week all at the same time. So that was fun. Well, hang on. I got to take like a 10 second break. Okay. Okay. So, so what was the worst most annoying and best part of your week. Okay, so, so I'm going to start with today, me being a little bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just, I was getting really annoyed with work stuff. And looking, like, uh, later in the day, I was like, man, why did this stuff annoy me so much? And... I really like some some of it I think was warranted um as far as timing of meetings, efficiency of meetings, things like that. But really it wasn't that bad and I let myself get so worked up over it. And uh so that was annoying. But then then I went and I was productive. I went and, um finally got my vehicle inspected so that I can <laughs> go get Texas tags on my car and I went to the grocery store. I was productive. And then I went to the gym. So one of my pet peeves in the gym, like I have bigger pet peeves, but in the gym on the, the dumbbell rack, leave them in order or like put them back. Like, I mean, 
five, 10, 15, 20, 28. No. Yeah, I mean, and they're also, <laughs> I did not hear five. Uh, you I'm, said five. I heard a different word. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, but <laughs> even if you cannot count by fives, you can tell how big they are. So, you know, mm-hmm. put them mm-hmm. increasing size. Yeah. Even if you cannot count by fives, you can tell the size of the weights. So keep them like in increasing order. But tonight, that wasn't the only issue. Um, there were two medicine balls that were not on the medicine ball rack. They were on the floor. And then one of the weight benches was on the other side of the gym, like right between the one of the bicycles and one of the other weight machine things. It was really awkwardly placed. And I wanted to use this weight bench, but I, I struggle to move them, which I'm a little bit embarrassed by. <laughs> anyway. How so big are these that, weight benches? They're just really, they're kind of awkward to move. And, um... So I rearranged the dumbbells. I put the medicine balls back in their rightful place. But, anyway, so that was annoying. Um, but the best part, let's see. So my Friday night tacos were a disaster. But Saturday night, um, as a result of the disastrous Friday night tacos, I had a good bit of DoorDash credit. So I redeemed that credit for some free tacos from a place that I knew would be good. So I ordered my brisket tacos from Los Malcajetes again, and they were amazing. So the weekend was salvaged. Um, and then I FaceTimed with a friend, and my and I practiced my guitar, uh, worked on a couple of originals, so it was a good night. Um, and then last night, I went to open mic for the third week in a row, and Chandler came with me, and I was much less nervous than I had been before. Um, also, there were not as many people there as last time. So I was less nervous and it went better. I mean, not great, but better. And I had to like really psych myself up to go because I was feeling really down about it. But I was like, I know I need to go. So I did this whole thing where I'm like, why am I nervous about this? So I wrote down all the reasons that I was feeling nervous about it. I was like, what can I control? Is it going to do me any good in the long run to skip it? And so I was like, no, stop being a little bitch and just go. And so I went. <laughs> and I'm glad I went. So, Well, I'm glad that you got over yourself and went to open night. Open mic night. And then I, well, and I almost played one of my originals last night and I did chicken out on that. But I don't know, maybe next time. One day, one day I will get there and I will come see you. Yes. I mean, one day when I get my life together and figure out, you know, a real schedule that doesn't change every 24 hours. It's not my schedule. I mean, mine changes pretty frequently, but Sam's schedule is a nightmare. Well, you just got to come visit before July while I'm still working from home and have a more flexible schedule. Yes, that is, I, I do plan to do that. And um, we will record from there as well. Yes. Also, FYI, in June and July, I'm off on Fridays. Okay. I'm off every day. <laughs> oh, I miss those days. Mm-mm. I love those days. Well, it's super nice now that, you know, because my kid is like there and I can spend time with him. But um, so that has been our, that has been our Cinco de Mayo special episode um thanks for listening and uh, regular episode coming on friday yeah y'all get two this week it's a twofer mm-hmm. um 
So thanks for listening, and we hope you had a great Cinco de Mayo with delicious tacos and tequila. And maybe some education on the implications of Cinco de Mayo on the Civil War. Yes. Can't wait to yeah. research that. Okay, well, see you Friday. <laughs> night. Bye. Good night.